Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, The Mandalorian Season 2 spoiler cast and first live one for 2021. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we as we talk about the exploits of Din Djarin, Grogu, Cara Dune, Cara Dune. Cara Dune? Cara Dune. Yeah. Cara Dune, Grief Karga, Moff Gideon, Ahsoka Tano, Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, Bo-Katan, Kreese, Migs Mayfield, and more, along with the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. Probably not a lot of that tonight, but you know what I mean. I am one of your three hosts tonight, the Brazilian nerf herder Lucas Ham Swisher. Nice. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of spoilers and slimos, Patrick Novosel. There's going to be a lot of spoilers tonight. You know it, my yes. friend. And then the final member with us tonight of the GMG Quadfecta, who has Grogu in his heart, the next bounty on his brain, and blue milk in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. There be spoilers afoot. I have mm-hmm. spoken. Do you I have blue milk? Uh, if I do, it's probably not the blue milk you want to drink. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Right. <laughs> Just put some food Spoil- color in it. You'll be all right. <laughs> does it turn blue when it spoils? That I doesn't sound nice. All right. Cottage cheese stay, stays white. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys just you guys mentioned spoilers. Let's give a little bit of a non-spoiler uh, portion to the show for those who maybe stumbled upon us accidentally and were just like, oh, I like The Mandalorian. They have no idea what's going on. Hey, friends, we are going to give you a few minutes to listen to our spoiler-free review and overall thoughts. And then here, probably in like five, ten minutes, we're going to jump headfirst into spoilers. So let's uh, just jump in. We're we're talking about Mandalorian Season 2. We'll probably discuss a little bit of Season 1 since we technically haven't had a spoiler cast about that. I don't think so. No, we have not. Nope. No. So this is just... Season one and two, focusing on season two. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our overall thoughts, starting with Patrick. What did you think of Mandalorian season two? Spoiler free, maybe even give it a rating if you're okay. feeling yeah. rambunctious. Sure. Uh, so season two, uh, I thought the uh, each episode, you know, I, I wish all episodes were like an hour long. Some of them are 45, some of them are I 20. Know, right? Sometimes I'm like, wow, I can't believe there's not enough. There's not more in an episode, but I like how Mandalorian keeps it very tight they don't do a lot of fluff it's like hey this is the mission this is what we're gonna do and then they then they that's all they do you know they don't go off on these huge tangents like a a a series does with like 20 episodes a a season so i like how it's tight i think there was only eight episodes for this season Mm -hmm. um and each episode was great there were some you know quote-unquote boss battles there was uh some yeah there was it's it, it was very star wars fan service friendly uh kind of series oh see for the season two um they gave us a lot more a lot more uh baby yoda and um oh yeah which is which is i think it the this show would not be the same if it didn't have baby yoda um but uh yeah it was great the overarching theme of that uh, of season two was great the ending was fantastic um just waiting to see what season three is going to look like uh, right. But if yeah, if I had to give it a, a rating for this, um, I would give it a straight up nine out of ten. Okay, yeah. nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Fine, a fine rating. Yeah, Mark Boucher, what are your thoughts, my friend? Yeah, man. For the most part, this season was basically firing all on all cylinders. Um, I think there was maybe like one episode 
that was that pretty much felt like a filler episode and even then it was still good it was still it's still a good episode to watch everything else was 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 excellent it's it's fun to see um new well i know john favreau is not a new director um <laughs> but um people bringing new life to this property and bringing new stories and playing in the sandbox um Mm-hmm. And and making it enough to where you recognize certain things and like okay this is definitely in the Star Wars Star Wars world, but at the same time bringing some new elements to it. Um, definitely lots and lots of references to other aspects of the Star Wars universe, which we will talk about uh, more in the spoiler in the spoiler portion. Um, mm-hmm. But. Um, I think overall, with the exception of maybe one episode, um, I think the writing was was great. Um, everything was well paced. I do agree that um, you know episodes could have been longer, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I guess that's their their carrot on the stick. It makes you want more. Um, yeah, definitely. So they keep yeah. coming back. Um, but uh, overall, I would say yeah. Uh, same with Pat. Nine out of ten. Nice. Nice. All right. So I'm interested to know what episode you thought was a filler episode. Yeah, maybe we get maybe we get into that into the spoiler part. But I am intrigued about that episode. Save it for the other side of the spoiler wall. Yeah, for sure. So um, I I think to talk about overall thoughts, I do also have to talk very quickly about the journey of watching the show. I really loved the fact that with the show, I got to experience it week by week. Like the good old days, you know, back in the yeah. day when stuff wasn't just dropped on you like a ton of bricks and you just binged it in a day or a weekend. Um, with yeah. season one and season two, getting to watch it week to week, talk to people about it a little bit, talk about it with my wife, like talking about the the thoughts we had. And then in between watching both season one and season two, uh, in between that, then also watching a lot of the Clone Wars, Rebels, some of the extra stuff that definitely inspired season two. Um, yeah. It just enhanced the the experience because then the second time we binged uh, to watch it with my kids, season one through two, and it was even better. Sure. Um, just to give real quick context on season one, I gave probably season one a nine out of 10 after first viewing. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest that most of the points taken off is because two of the episodes did not have the in the title. And that was a missed opportunity every episode (laughs) had a the season two every episode had the something and so season one i'm like why why do you season uh i think it was episode four and episode uh five sanctuary and redemption just call it the sanctuary and the redemption yeah it's not that hard not hard at all who fire the guy that accidentally deleted the they ran out of bits You change that font to Comic Sans and you put the in there. That would have made it perfect. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, season two, they corrected that. So real quick, my rating, nine and a half out of 10 on season two. Nice. I would agree. So close. The, the inconsistent time, I know it seems nitpicky, but when the first episode is 55 minutes and then the next one is like 34, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Who's who's cheating me out of 20 minutes? That is of Grogu. Weird. Oh, yeah. out of Baby Yoda. You mentioned it already, so I'm. Mean, <laughs> yep. I oh wait, like did I? Oh, knowledge. I did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But uh, 
yeah, it's just like the way they develop their relationship between Baby Yoda. I'm going to go back. I'm going to just take it back a step. Yeah. Baby Yoda and Mando. Uh, the way they develop Mando's character. Uh, the way they develop actually season one characters, like bringing them back and then keep. They just keep developing multiple characters. It's not just about the Mandalorian. Uh, season two's just building the lore and just everything you guys talked about plus more. It just. Man, it was just so good. And watching mm-hmm. it with my kids and getting excited and pumped about the who was going to show up in this episode or that episode. Like you said, Patrick, there was a lot of bus fights. There was a lot of like just cameos, like people showing up for one episode. And it was it was well done. It, it was. wasn't just like, yeah. well, we got to put someone in this episode. No, it was like everything fit together and right. followed the trail to what got us to the last episode. Uh, that was just like, what just yeah. happened? Uh-huh. So. Let's uh, with that. That's that's all I have to say about that. I say we just we jump right into spoilers, folks. If you're listening and you haven't watched season one, season two, um, stop this recording, binge it right now, and then just hit play again, and yeah. we'll be it's here. It's not hard to binge it. I binged it over uh, over two morning. days. You know, watch four episodes a day. You're just like it's just like watching a movie. It's two it hours is. long, and then and then you're done. You watch another movie, another two hours, another four episodes, and you're there. Yep. Not exactly. bad, unless you're Ronnie. Unless you're Ronnie, right? And uh, he'll he'll wait until the last possible second to do it. Yeah, and watch <laughs> the second half of the season. <laughs> yeah, spread the first four episodes out over like three or four months, and then the last week, watch four episodes. Yeah, we love you, Ronnie. If you're listening, <laughs> love you, man. Yep. All right. So we this want- is spoilers. You've been warned. Last warning. Go away. But then come back. We love you, but go away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to spoil it. All right, so season two picks up picks up right where season one left off. The Mandalorian decided to go back on his bounty. Actually, he decided to keep the reward for finding Baby Yoda and the child and getting now his Beskar you. armor, and then going on, you know, trying to escape the Empire, and then finally facing the Empire at the end of season two, season one, and then been given then was given a, a task like just straight out of a video game. Like here's the next part of the next level uh you have to go find uh the people of the child the wizards as they called them mm-hmm. uh and so that's where we start season two he's looking for the wizards aka the jedi and it starts with him trying to find more mandalorians because he needs guidance from mm-hmm. his people and so the first episode is called the marshal and uh the marshal being timothy oliphant which was yes. a nice little surprise. Not just that it was Timothy Oliphant, but that he's wearing Boba Fett's armor. And it was crazy when he when they showed that scene of him wearing the armor, and Timothy Timothy Oliphant has like a frame for for him, and he was standing there, and I was like, that That's... guy that guy looks like Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, and he takes <laughs> off the helmet like right afterwards. So I was like, it's Timothy Oliphant. I was like, how did I, I knew. I felt it felt weird. Like I knew what he looked like with the helmet on. That is but, funny. Uh, yeah, he's just got that frame on him. Um, and I was like, that that's not Boba Fett. And then uh, come to find out, he just uh, got it from Jawas. Um, he tried yeah. to uh, the Empire. Like, the second Death Star had blown up, uh, and then uh, I don't know what those some sort the of raiders. Guild. Yeah, they they mining came guild in. Had and, come in. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, got over. picked up by some Jawas. And he got that uh, that armor, and he came back, and he pretty much just obliterated them. They they went off on a speeder, and he just used Boba Fett's missile that was on his backpack, 
and iron man them it was so <laughs> awesome it was so cool yeah he just pointed his little rocket pack rocket at him and just pew yeah and they yeah. exploded it yeah but then yeah so mando's like i want it back and then he's like well we got this big huge snake that uh i need need to kill which yep it's not a snake it's a crate <laughs> dragon the great dragon yes sorry little known I, I kind fact. of belittled its name you did the snake <laughs> definitely sorry. like it's jake sorry. the snake it's not jake the great <laughs> dragon roberts <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah so the great dragon is there is the boss fight the very first episode we're slaying a monster and you know something interesting about the great dragon is that in a new hope episode four of star wars when obi-wan is chasing off the uh the sand people, the sound he makes is supposed to be the sound of a crate dragon. Did you know this? Really? Lucas fact. Yeah. No, Damn I fact. didn't know that. <laughs> That's a pig sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yep. So, little known tidbit. fact. Yeah. Yeah. Tidbit. But yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that, uh, that battle, uh, they're, they're them getting ready for that. That was. Dude, that whole thing was so cool. It was like it. it uh, they tried to they tried to lure it out, but then it went back into its hole, and then ended up at the top of the mountain. Yeah. And then they flew up in their jetpacks to go after them. Like that was like epic. Like I'm like this yeah. is this is the a Disney Plus you know TV show. This is and it's got right. like these these special effects and these kind of epic landscapes, and it was just impressive. Like really really good. It felt Star Wars. Yeah, and it's pretty sweet that that scene. Where you know, obviously they're they're fighting the great dragon, and and uh, Mando, he like basically, if I remember correctly, now I haven't done a recent watching of this. Um, like I didn't watch good. it over again. We'll yeah. correct you. Yeah. Um, he basically jumps into the into the great dragon's mouth with uh with that explosive. Yep. The, the, yeah, the, the explosives grabs, were on the back of that yak or whatever that was. The what yak. <laughs> the yakety yak. Yeah. What, the bantha. The, yeah. The bantha. He pretty much holds on to the bantha that has is like That's wearing right. a, a three-piece suit of explosives yeah. and they get swallowed up. Yeah. Man, that was a sweet move too. And then just blows it. blows it up from the inside and all of the uh, sand people... No, what oh, are, they go to town. They they're like eating it, or they're like carving they're it up. They're hacking at it. They're like, cutting it up. They're making gross. filet mignon. <laughs> it's disgusting. They're making ribeye. They're like, uh, what kind of meat people. would you like? What's, and then Mando what cut would you like? Mando has this big, huge ribeye in the back of his um, <laughs> yeah. speeder. Just pops it on there. Speaking uh, of the sand people, I really loved the development in uh, Mando's relationship with the sand people. Like yeah. speaking the sign language, like that was real. Those were real people that are were deaf, and they were using real sign language. These were like deaf actors. Uh, in oh this, no way, that's really cool. yeah, yep. so cool. That's a and, uh, detail right there. So was that oh, the, the the sign language that were that they were using? Was it the sand people sign language, or was that real sign language that they were using? I believe it was real sign language. Oh, that's they really cool. They didn't make like a sand people sign language. I don't think. I don't know. They they, they they come yeah, up with no, their own I, languages and all that. Right. That's. I mean. Yeah. That use. That happens sometimes. But I believe they were using real sign language. And even his uh, Mando interacting with the the sand people's dogs. I don't even know what those creatures are called. Yeah. But but that moment where where uh, you know the marshal's like ready to shoot the dogs and Mando goes up and pretty much starts rubbing his tummy and patting him on the head and like going like using the voices and stuff. That was yeah. so cool. 
he was like the creature whisperer. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. to have some development for the Tuscan Raiders. They're not just uh, exactly. savages that attack you on a whim. Yeah. That was really cool <laughs> about that episode, for sure. But for yeah, sure. when going back to when um, Timothy Oliphant's character showed up, um, you know, when he first stepped in through like the saloon doors, um, I believe his name's Cobb Vanth, um, he, he steps in and I'm like, and he's obviously wearing Boba Fett's armor. And I'm like, this guy's too scrawny to be Boba Fett. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's not the build of Boba Fett. And and then I'm like, okay, so it's obviously somebody else. But and, when yeah. then Boba Fett, oh, we're going to fast forward right now because I want to when you're talking about <laughs> Timothy Oliphant wearing it. You put Boba Fett finally puts it on later in the series. Yeah, and yeah it's he's like, hit a treadmill, buddy. He's like, whoa, he's, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not built for that. It fits, but it, it's crazy because. Uh, from the first episode where Timothy Oliphant is wearing the Boba Fett armor, it's like busted up. Yeah. And then yeah. when Boba Fett puts it on, you know, uh, later on, it's like, it, it looks good. Yeah. It looks like he cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, he gets a, a lot of it. and stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, shoot, lost my train of thought. Um, Sorry, my bad. No, you're good. Um, but obviously, you know, like, okay, we're not going to, get Boba Fett this early are we because I knew that they were they were introducing him mm-hmm. and then sure enough by episode's end when um, when Mando's got the armor and stuff that Cobb Vanth gives him um, you know who shows up at the end in like this uh, Tuscan Raider looking robe with a big mm-hmm. old weapon yep. on his back but Boba Fett a, a very battle damaged uh, Boba Fett obviously yeah. surviving I'm- his uh, his tussle with the Sarlacc pit in yep. episode six. Um, yeah, I'm curious to know how many people actually recognized that that was Boba Fett because my kids did not. They were just like, oh, "Who's that, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> who's that guy?" I'm like, "Look at the look at the actor's face. Who does he, who does he look like? A clone." I'm like, "Yeah." And who was a clone? Much to some of Star Wars fandom's chagrin. They're like, oh, yeah. So it was Boba it was, Fett. Yeah, I, I, when I, when it when his when he turned and he like went towards the screen and then the episode ended, it took me a second. I was like, hold on, who was that? And I rewound it. I was like, is that the same actor? No way. Yep. That's awesome. That was really cool. I was yeah. not expecting that. Now Except do you know that uh, Morrison. <laughs> in 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 this episode in the Marshall, there was Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant or Oliphant, Oliphant. Yes. I don't know. Yep. Yes, Tim, either way. Tim Ollie. And then uh, Ollie. there was the actor that plays Boba Fett uh, that cameoed. And then, you know, there was a third pretty well-known actor that was the Cyclops at the towards the beginning when Mando was trying to find out information about Tatooine and about where to find Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about that portion of the episode where... Yeah. Uh, where Baby Yoda closes the shell real quick when <laughs> things oh, are about yeah, to go yeah. down. That is that was hilarious. Moment. Oh, that is um, what's his face from um, Shaun of the Dead? Isn't it that guy? Mm-hmm. I I read that it was John Linguizamo played oh, the uh, Cyclops. Okay. Yeah, which I did not see. I did not. I could not tell that was John Linguizamo and did not see. But sources told me that it was John Linguizamo, so I thought that was a pretty cool mm-hmm. okay. surprise. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh that's episode eight, the Marshall. The next episode was called the Passenger, and it uh it started in Tatooine. 
and introed us to the frog lady who um, was definitely a central figure for this episode and the next episode. Um, and uh, what did you guys think of this episode? May, may I go first? Yeah, go I was just going to ask it's all you. you. This is the filler episode. Um, so to me, like this was the most like, like stuff happened, obviously, but like this was the most like short and and to me, arc list portion of the of the season. Everything else was like on on all cylinders and stuff. And then there's this side thing where they're taking this frog lady to get her eggs you know make her make sure her eggs are fertilized and all that mm-hmm. and to me this was like the least important episode i guess there's some character development um in terms of uh the child um, oh there's definitely some develop development yeah. with the child yeah um what and what bothered me was you know obviously um you know he meets up uh, mando and and the child meet up with that that mechanic lady I'm forgetting her right. name. I'm forgetting her name too. Yeah. But the mechanic to, lady works. The Tatooine me, mechanic lady. Like her, I don't know if it was just her acting or what she was given, but like it was very like wooden to me and like very okay. like middle school play. Um, <laughs> and it's like, man, who wrote this stuff for her? <laughs> like most of this, usually this stuff is like incredibly on par. Everything's great. But like to me, her particular lines were like, Ugh, that yeah. She sometimes cool. comes off a little awkward. Yeah. I, I think too. Um, she's kind of grown on me though. I like from her character. season one. I do like her character. Yeah. Season I one, like I was like, eh. But season two, I liked her better. Yeah, yeah. a little bit more character development. But I agree. I agree with you, Mark. The, the second episode, uh, there was some epic scenes with the spiders. Yeah. Uh, um, and there were funny scenes where oh my uh, Grogu was eating the eggs. You know, he, he was that was downright like borderline, or, just terrible. Like he's I, he's, I, he's eating a race of pe- of of people, like a people right. race, a creature late race, whatever. Yeah, the last of their kind, and he's just like that. popping them like Mentos or something. Yeah, yeah. But I I agree with you. This was a. This the the I think the most important part of this was his ship was damaged like yeah. pretty badly, yeah. um, which led into you know the third episode where uh, he gets a little bit repairs, but it it ultimately he needs to go back to Tatooine. Yeah. He needs to get uh, go back to that lady that can fix his ship uh, the way he needs to get it fixed. Um, so that was pretty much I guess the only reason I could see uh, of them going on uh, that ice ice planet uh, in, in episode two. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, after we got through the whole episode, I was like, well, that was fun. Grogu was funny, or the child at the time was funny. And then I was like, well, what what about Boba Fett? They just, they name dropped him and showed his face and all that stuff in the first episode. And then second episode was like nothing. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. And, and like I said, like the filler episode was still solid. It was oh, it's still, still entertaining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. But definitely, it was popcorn. It was, it was biggest, really popcorn. Yeah, right there on yeah. Episode two. Yeah. If if we're gonna really look at it, is the is the weakest yeah. of, I could of agree. the episodes. Um, interestingly enough, directed by Peyton Reed, uh, who directed Ant Man and Ant Man. Oh yeah, Wasp. nice. Very nice. Very Great cool. movies. Mm. All right. Underrated. Yep. 
Yeah, I don't know why they're underrated. They're so I funny. Know. I, I like Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is is yeah, one of my favorite he actors. Is. He's just got that goofy look at us to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> All right. Thought? Next episode is the the Harris or the Harris Harris. I always want to say Harris. Like, oh look, the Harris, the well, Harris like heir to the throne. It's yeah, Harris. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know this in my head, but then my mouth <laughs> says, I'm just going to pronounce the H. I know how to do words there. good. I speak well. I speak good. <laughs> All right. The heiress uh, featuring Bo-Katan, who my family and I like to call Bo-Katine until she pronounced it correctly. And we were like, oh, right. And we, I mean, we, she was in this character, Bo-Katan, that you get introduced to, like, I think a third into the episode. She's in Clone Wars. She's introduced in Clone Wars. She's actually a villain. At the beginning, uh, a part of the Death Watch, which that's something that gets introduced. The idea gets introduced in uh, in this episode of The Mandalorian that maybe you guys don't know about. But when Mandalore is first uh, entered into the Clone Wars, they have a faction on their planet called the Death Watch who wants to help Mandalore rise up and become a power in the galaxy. And so they're okay. seen as kind of a villainous faction. And so it's revealed that Mando, uh, Mando is actually a part of the Death Watch or the remnant of the Death Watch, that, uh, that they don't have the same desires that they used to, but they still follow the ways like not taking off the mask and that kind of stuff. And funnily enough, Bo-Katan used to be a part of the Death Watch. And then partway through Clone Wars, she broke off from that and actually joined the Jedi. She joined the Republic in a, enough in the sense to take down... Uh, uh, Death Watch and some of the people who were working with them like um, Darth Maul and some others that happened during Clone Wars and then in Rebels she's still trying to establish Mandalore in a, in a positive way so yeah, it was really cool to have her on the show. That is really cool. Unfortunately I don't like the actress that plays Bo-Katan mm, like okay. I, I, Katie Sackhoff yeah. She's like, she's like a very very good villain like uh in a sense where she has that i don't know the way the way she carries herself uh so seeing her in a like a when she was in Battlestar Galactica i couldn't watch it because of her and unfortunately but she was oh, good really? she was good in this one i was like okay you know i can get behind her because yeah. her the way she acts uh is i guess it is comparable to the um character that she plays in this in this series it really is yeah cool um yeah i was just gonna say that with her showing up that was a really exciting moment for us clone wars and rebel watchers um and it's revealed that she's looking for moff gideon and the dark saber which we hadn't seen or heard anything about since the end of season one so that was a cool little uh cool little thing little known fact to some who haven't watched but bo-katan actually used to possess the dark saber at uh during rebels uh, yes, I think they back. alluded that to that in the that it used to be hers in the series. Um, There's some on questions Twitch, I have about yeah, that. Mountain Nerds Pod says yeah. I do like how she voices her and plays her live action. So she oh, does yeah. the voice in Clone Wars or Rebels. I had forgot about that, but yes, I believe she's oh, the that's same. That's pretty person. cool. That's yeah. really cool. Good, cool. good call, Mountain Nerd. Thanks for the the little. And then Mountain Tim Paul says, Tim Paul says, GMG, <laughs> this is fact. the way, and uh, Mar- Arctic. Uh, M77 is also in the chat as well. Hey, guys. Hey guys. Tim says, GMG, this is the way. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. right. 
something yeah. else about episode three that uh i mean happened? i like seeing the mandalorians kind of coordinate their fighting and just like cleaning up the house the stormtroopers wiping them all over the place yeah like plops <laughs> like just like smearing them all over the ship is that, is, that was, was, fun. was episode three when they got on a ship yes and they, they, they rocket pack up it oh my gosh and yeah. that that uh was was it what they did they take over the cockpit was that episode they three they took over the cockpit and then the guy like electrocuted himself with a little tooth yeah that's right suicide pill uh-huh. or whatever my kids were like what did he do and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he zapped himself he's dead <laughs> and they're like oh okay <laughs> yeah so yeah that was a and then in that one they also name dropped ahsoka tano who uh again is a very well-known star wars character in the animated series of uh, clone wars and rebels and it was like yes confirmed we're gonna get to see her and so that was a that was definitely a big deal. Cool. Yeah. Other than that, that's all I got for that episode. They they okay. introduced um, Pat. You watch you watch wrestling quite a bit. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Oh, and uh, Sasha Banks. That she was plays. Yep, there you yep. go. Uh, so she uh, it was it was actually pretty cool to see her in that. She didn't she didn't do a bad job. You know, uh, usually when people go from one profession to acting, it's kind of rough. But it was cool to see. Yeah. Gina Carano, which is which is an MMA fighter, and right. Sasha Banks, who is a wrestler. Um, it was really cool to see both of them actually in there and holding their own. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, after this episode, the heiress, as is tradition, they don't touch anything with Ahsoka Tano after dropping her name and go to the to do the siege where they re- return to the planet of Navarro and we get to hang out with Cara Dune again. Gina Carano, the wrestler, yeah, uh, and Grief Karga, aka Apollo Creed. Uh, that was cool to see those guys. I'm really glad that they're they're just a really fun duo that they kind of, you know, partnered up on Navarro to clean it up and mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of stuff. Do you guys know that Gina Carano, when she originally signed up for The Mandalorian, she thought she was going to be a female Wookiee? Yeah, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, she could play the part though. She didn't even think they'd see her face. She yeah. was just like, all right, I'm going to do whatever. I love Star Wars. And so she was going to get in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was great to have Mando back with them again. Like, I already feel like they're like old friends That's after everything squad. that happened in season one. They're Carl, a good squad. Carl Weathers directed this episode, Grief Carter. He did. That's right. No way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He did. That's neat. Yeah. So that was cool. They took down a, a base and it was it was a good time. They, that was, uh, they that was awesome. Had when the, uh, Oh, go ahead. Uh, when they got on that, I don't know, whatever it was, like a Empire van looking station wagon, yep, the minivan, yeah. that's a soccer mom, <laughs> the soccer mom Empire, the imp mom minivan, <laughs> that they just like launched off that platform and then we're just racing away, yeah. uh, and that firefight uh, against those uh, was it was a Tie Fighters uh, behind well, them? There was it started out with the speeders and then the Tie Fighters came in. Yeah, after, yeah, that was really really good, really well done. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, did you guys pay attention to the part where they discovered the science lab and the little experiments, which were actually an allusion to clones in the tanks? Yep. Talking about the M count. Of oh, Zogu. I can't believe they brought Talking. that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doctor, yeah, that caused some either. disdain on the For internet. I'm like, Metachlorians. You know what? Like, see, Nerd like, alert. I, I, I am not the Star Wars like purist. Like, they're they're gonna talk about the midichlorians. All right, okay. All I'm right. I, gonna... I guess if you have to, yeah, I'm okay. gonna 
Make continue to tell your story. I'm going to continue to love it because I love Star yeah. Wars. You know, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I don't. I don't get into the weeds. I don't get granular at that level. I know it's a big thing when they went to the the second trilogy for episodes one through three, and they were talking about it. People were like, "Nah, I don't. We, we don't want that." Uh, and then they do it again, and the internet blew up again. But I don't know. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's if, not if, the if, if they don't, thing, but it's yeah. If like, they don't bring it, if they don't, it's very small. Like it could be a. It could not even be a part of this series. Ever so, at least he didn't name it. At least he wasn't like and the metachlorian count. He was just like the M count. It was like really fast, kind of under the under the table move. It wasn't outright super nerdy. So there's that yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, the last highlight I had of this episode was Grogu, the child, his classroom encounter where oh he my gosh, that was this episode. Cookies. <laughs> These cookies are actually called Navarro Nummies Macaroons. And you can buy them at williamssonoma.com, just so you know. Okay. Yeah. They look they look like uh stuff look my yummy. kids have eaten before. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to eat those, but you know. They're co- they're like cookies. They're you those. know what it kind of reminded me of was Napoleon Dynamite when that bully wants the tater tots from from <laughs> Napoleon. It's like <laughs> No, Napoleon, give, me give me your tots. That was Grogu. <laughs> Grogu was the bully in that moment. And he's like, Hey kid, give me your macaroons. And then the kid's like, No. And then no. <laughs> Grogu just takes it. <laughs> And then later on, when he's in the ship with Mando fighting the Tie Fighters, and he's like putting his hands up and like act like he's on a roller coaster, <laughs> then he barfs all over himself. <laughs> that was, that oh, was yeah. classic. That classic was a good, Grogu. Good it one. always it always blows me away that that is multiple people uh, using like being that puppet. Yeah, like that's it's crazy. That's multiple people. It it looks so good. Yep. Like it's got to be one of the best puppets and the mix of CG and puppetry. That there is more than one person that has to put on that costume. Oh yeah, there, it's little, not. It's not. They a put costume. on the costume on their face. <laughs> Here, you That's get on a, the left side. And that is amazing special right. effects that they're doing. Yeah, one guy gets good. a little arm and moves it around, <laughs> and then another guy gets in. But he has it like this. <laughs> Like, up here, and just like, hey, gonna get a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Learn stuff. something new every day, of course. So yeah, all right. So that was episode what four, five? That was episode four. We're halfway four. there. Oh, we're halfway there. Wow! All right. The, I was hoping you finished that. The <laughs> next episode, finally, the Jedi. Woo! Here we go. Yeah, one of the Sokutano. two big ones. Which is ironic because Ahsoka Tano definitely says during Clone Wars and Rebels, I am I not a Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you called it the Jedi. But I know it's based off of like, they're interpreting her as a Jedi because she uses her magic fingers yep. and uh, does the Force stuff. So it makes sense. But man, what an intro to Ahsoka Tano. Taking out yes. fools, like using her dual lightsabers, yeah. and just like slipping in and out of the cloud or the clouds, slipping in and out of the fog. Mm. And this is my first, uh, I guess, interaction with Ahsoka. Yeah. Like I, because yeah. I, I didn't watch the Clone Wars. She was in Clone Wars or Rebels, whatever, whichever one. All of those, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Clone so, Wars and Rebels. You follow uh, her from a teenager all the way to her adult years. But it was a great. Clone it was Wars a great start to it. And like yeah. this is, you got lightsabers, dual lightsabers, just kicking butt. It was a great, great start. Yep. Man, I heard like. I mean, obviously, a lot of people loved uh, Rosario Dawson's performance, uh, but she got a fair amount of hate because if you pay attention to, and it's not so much Rosario Dawson, it's the design of of Ahsoka. Uh, 
of her headdress. Uh, yeah, like the headdress. Her, yeah, the fact that it wasn't as tall as it is in in um, Rebels. Yeah, and and they actually explain that in a behind the scenes episode. Like, y'all, Ooh, do they? That's tell that's me. Basically, it's not practical to make it that tall. No, that's what I thought too. Because it gets huge in Rebels. It's yeah. like another head on top of her. Can you imagine like trying to flip yeah. around just to do <laughs> all that fight choreography? It's just not yeah. practical. Yeah, I mean, I have so. a big head, and I know I'm very limited by my big head. But her head would be like triple the size of mine, and that right. would be awkward. But yeah, I, I started this episode, and uh, the wife was in the room with me, and she's not looking. She's playing solitaire, and she's looking, and, and uh, she's like. That's, that voice sounds familiar. I was like, yeah, that's Rosario Dawson, and she's killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did kill it. It was it was so good. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, her having that fight seat at the beginning, then Mando just kind of nonchalantly coming in and be like, hey, you know, uh, anything I can help with? And like, we're looking for a Jedi. And he's like, oh, okay. Are you I now? guess I could help with that. And then, you know, <laughs> encounters in their forest, and they have a nice little spat, you know, uh, um Mando does the the Boba Fett move of wrapping the Jedi with his cable, mm-hmm. which Ahsoka quickly gets out of. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, Grogu's name is revealed and we can call him Grogu. Oh, yeah. that scene Warrior. when they were saying Grogu and then Grogu was just like, huh? Oh, that is so uh-huh. funny. Grogu. Uh-huh. And, now yeah. and now it's a party trick. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think he does it in the next episode too. He's like, Grogu. Uh-huh. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's funny, like, to this point, like, what did he answer to? Like, he is so, like, 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 just spot on to answering when hearing Grogu. He's like, kid. So what? It's hey, just kid. Child. He called him kid. Hey, kid. Yeah, I guess he did. But it was just so funny. So funny. And to find out that he was, like, in the temple or, like, trained in the Jedi temple during episodes one, two, and three. And then he got, he got, I guess, taken. Uh, snuck yeah. out. Like, someone, I'd like to think, r2d2 skip ahead real quick to the last episode i like to think r2d2 snuck him out that's my like fan theory that that's why they recognize each other but that happens later on yeah um yeah i think that's pretty cool that they give that backstory that he's like 50 i mean we already knew he's 50 years old but that he had kind of suppressed everything to hide uh yeah that whole thing was was really cool encounter yeah and uh of course using the little knob from the gear shift to get him to do the force powers was just just classic. That was really good. I like how they brought yeah. that back in season two. Yeah, definitely. What'd you guys think of uh, the final, I guess the final showdown against the, I don't remember their names, but pretty much the guild people or the the leaders, the overlords of the city, the lady that had the Beskar Morgan staff. Elizabeth. Yeah. And uh, the rest of the, the cronies. What'd you, what'd you think of that? Mark, uh, it was really cool, obviously, to to see anytime there's a lightsaber battle, lightsaber versus Beskar, and again foreshadowing, because mm-hmm. uh, we will see this particular Beskar uh, spear going up against a different type of lightsaber. Um, obviously, you know, yeah, Rosario Dawson did a great job as um, as Ahsoka. Um, definitely good to get more backstory for, for Grogu mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Um, uh, it's interesting in their conversation how she's like, I, I've, I've seen what happens to, 
to powerful Jedi Knights, and I'm paraphrasing, when of course um, they they have this much fear um, and mm, stuff like yeah. that. Um, obviously, alluding to Anakin, yeah. um, but uh, nice having those little nuggets. We get a Grand Admiral Thrawn reference. Yep, name drop. Yep, that's a big deal. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where where things go with that, whether we'll get a live action Grand Admiral Thrawn or not. I mean, I I think we can almost guarantee he's going to be the main villain or at least a centerpiece of the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Whatever that's going to be called, I guess Ahsoka. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, that's going to be connected to Rebels very much. So even more incentive for all you folk out there to watch Rebels. It is so good. It is the best of Star Wars stories. Some of the best, much of the best Star Wars stories. So yeah. check it out. General Thrawn's in that. So Katana, some other cool cats. Yeah, uh, yeah that's okay. my thoughts. Like I, This was one of the two strongest, I think, yeah, episodes of definitely. the season. Definitely. Cool. All right. Uh, the next one, the tragedy. Mm. Several tragedies. This is yeah. Mm. Oh, that's it's, true. Yeah. So we we could argue what the real tragedy was. Was it Grogu getting taken, or the Razor Crest being destroyed? Yeah. Grogu, one hundred percent. Do you think so? The I think crest. it's just. A, it's I just shed a, a tear for the the Razor Crest. Wow. Well, yeah. Exploded. It. Yeah. When that I, exploded, and he got, uh, the only thing that he can pick up is that Beskar spear. That's yeah, the only thing that's the left. End. That's all that's left. But I'm luckily, like, he was there with Boba oh, Fett. And... He got the knobby knob too. Oh, he did. Yeah, the <laughs> knobby knob was in the ground. He picked <laughs> it up and put it in his little pouch. <laughs> the knobby knob. Uh, yeah, but he Boba was there with Boba Fett, and uh, yeah, uh, this is a big episode too because yeah, Boba Fett came into the picture again. Finally, five episodes later, with Slave One, his ship. Well, that's pretty awesome. That was and really with cool. Finnick, with yep. Mulan. He also came. True. She ain't dead. Nope. Agent May is alive and well. She has a robo tummy. Yeah. Well, hold on. Abs. And so they, they they were like, okay, we're, we're, I'll give you the armor if you help us, you know, just defeat these stormtroopers. But there's like two stormtroopers or two like ships that came in and there were like a thousand stormtroopers that were in those two small it was ships. Like a clown car. And it was impossible <laughs> for all those stormtroopers to be in there because where there's a, a, a scene when they're running back on there's like three of them just run back into the, into the little, I guess, little, uh, the back of the ship. And I was like, right. there's no way it held the 100 stormtroopers that were just in battle. I was like, there's a, there's only two ships. They found a way life like finds clown a clown car. <laughs> Yeah, put him in like the stow in the above the seat stow stow. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. Yeah, the that fighting battles. Yeah, the battle with Boba Fett, with uh, Fennec, with with Mando trying to get. So we're at on this planet, so Grogu can reach out to a Jedi to train him. Yes. Um, yep. And this this planet is called was called Tython, and I found out that this was actually a planet in the Legends lore from uh, back in the day, the books and such, yeah. that this was the birthplace of the Jedi Order, apparently. The Jedi. The Jedi Order. Yep. And so, wow. pretty pretty important planet. Yeah. And uh, he's in that pillar of force power, and uh, Mando can't get in there, and so he kind of, you know, tries to tries to fight off the the troopers until the death, death, no, the dark troopers. Dark troopers. 
Oh my gosh, those up. were those were like and Terminators. They were menacing. Yeah, they're exactly like Terminators, like Star Wars Terminators. Yeah, for sure. And that's are. so that's so uh, you know Empire of them. Like, yeah, we've had previous Dark Troopers, but the the one major flaw in in the in these Dark Troopers is the human element. So yep. we decided to make them droids. Mm. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I think this was solid. Um, I'm glad you get to see Boba Fett in action, renewing his character after going out like a punk in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Um, and I think given a good impression, like good first impression, he's an honorable character. Yeah. Like he, once he makes the deal with the armor, he says he'll protect the child and he sticks with that commitment. And that's not a side of Boba Fett I think we really got in the original trilogy. Yeah. Now he really so, wanted his armor back, and I yeah, love. So I love how they're humanizing these Mandalorians and these bounty hunters, like Boba Fett uh, and the Mandalorian. Because in the first season, it was like, "You're not going to take your helmet off. This is the way we don't right. show our faces." And more in season two, I think he took his helmet off maybe three times. And, uh, you know, just like, especially in the last episode when he took it off, we'll get, we'll, we will get there. But I like how it humanizes him. Like, okay, this is, even though he is a bounty hunter, uh, I, he's a likable character. Yeah. 100%. Really and, yeah. and Boba Fett was, was previously a really cool character that we wanted more of a story of. And now we're getting it. Uh, he's, he's a bit older. Uh, but we're getting more of just the, a bit. A, the story from him, and yeah. it's it's more of a human story rather than he's just a bounty hunter. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Now, Patrick, you said he didn't take off his helmet very much before, but if you remember in one of the one of the episodes with not no the in the title Sanctuary, where he does in the window take his helmet off and. Clearly, the village could have seen him in the window. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, it's true. So but he did he, do that. Wasn't he about to eat? He he can only take it he off. Was he eating? Eats. So yeah, like, so was he eating no. like this? Like he's like he did. And um, uh, in, in one his, of the episodes in yeah. season two, he just lifts it up a little bit. And yeah, he did. Drinks, I, and then he puts it back down. He was <laughs> sipping something. He's like, <laughs> then he puts it back down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that that leads to if you guys are ready to go to the the next to last episode. The next yeah. episode is the believer where we get to see the most of Mando's face, where he just he's just taking off his helmet, trading helmets off. Like, oh, let me try this uh, stormtrooper helmet on and see what happens. <laughs> that was uh, that yeah. was a uh, what and what and what was the the name of the the Bill Burr's character Mayfield Migs Mayfield Mayfield. I Return love Mayfield. his character. Yes. I love Bill Burr. You know he was um, criticized for his his Boston accent. Like people criticized him for why? using that accent, and he's like, uh, Han talks to a big hairy Wookie. People use English. Explain that away in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> everyone, everyone they have in English? the universe oh, speaks can't English. Use Boston English. Boston English. I like to refer to <laughs> like it as, as his Boston accent. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they uh they're on that um that in that one of those vans and they're going towards that plant and they're the only one that was able to get in there and you find out like May- Mayfield was his whole like platoon gone yep dead and the 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 general the leader who whatever his name was they were sitting down I don't when know. he's just, a slimo he doesn't yeah even just talking a name. to him like hey you know bag. 
we did it for the Empire, you know? Yeah. Operation Cinder, he references from Battlefront 2. Little known yeah. fact. And he's like, and he, he, he says, um, what about the family? Wilbur's character, Mayfield. What about the family? What about the children? Was it good for them? And he got really mad. And then yeah. he just stands up and shoots him. And <laughs> like, oh. takes him out. And it's like, <laughs> and Mando's and, just like, yeah. And then the stormtrooper uh, in the background in with his tray is just like, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see his face, but you could tell he was just like, what just no, happened? No, no. Uh, his face, his his helmet was off during during that. No, I'm uh, talking about the stormtrooper in the background. Oh yeah. But they look right. at him and he's got his tray and he's just like. <laughs> but he's they got his helmet. They didn't shoot to kill them all. He's like, all right, no one saw your face. You can put your helmet back on. By the yeah. way, the the leader that you're talking about that got killed. Yeah. Joe Chill, Batman Begins. Oh, it is Joe Chill. That's why he was so creepy. Yeah. He's he, he's, yeah. All, he's real good. He's a Welsh actor. As a creepy real person. good at doing like sleazy characters. Yes, yep. he is. <laughs> yes, he is. He got For under sure. Mayfield's skin. Yeah. This was a huge episode though, because Mando like went all in for, for Grogu. He like took his mask completely off. Like it wasn't like the end of season one where he's like with IG 88 and IG 88's like, I don't have a soul. I'm not a living being. You can do this. And he heals yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But this one, he's just like, Foop, I'm doing this. Well, it was really ha- awkward. He, I mean, he, he had to like, because it's the only way he where he could find where Moff Gideon the was. The coordinates were, and yep. he's like they're like they had to do like some facial res- recognition. So the only way he could do it is to take off his helmet. So yep. so yeah, he he definitely did went all in. Yeah, he was willing to do whatever whatever it took. Yeah, to, to get whatever it takes. To, yep, which Captain which is what America. Mayfield talked about talked about. He's like, when it comes down to it, you're going to do whatever it takes. Forget your. You're no helmet, no this, no that. You're going to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Yep. yep. I really like their little conversations and driving. And of course, the action was good fighting. I kind of felt bad for the the freedom fighters or the the native people that were trying to fight them off and just trying to. I think they were, you know, even though they were being violent, I think they just wanted the empire to go away. So it's kind of weird to to cheer them on, to be like, to cheer on the empire and Mando so they could get back. But uh, yeah, it was cool. There's some some cool action explosions, mm-hmm. um, and then the end of the episode. Once they have Moff's uh, light cruiser or whatever it's called in the the window, and they can communicate with it. I mean, Mando's little monologue to Moff Gideon to pretty much say he means more to me than you could ever know, which is literally throwing his back words. Yep, yeah, throwing it back at him from season and he's one. like, "I'm coming for you." Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he should have been do like the, do the Undertaker throat slit like, <laughs> with the thumb. Should have just lift his lift his helmet. Up yeah, let him lift the helmet first. Complete. See his neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that leads into the final episode, the rescue. Oh no! Yeah, they they let uh, Mayfield go too. Oh which yes, was which was cool. cool. So that means we'll probably we you know he's still out there. We may see him later in in, in the series. Who knows? Yep. But it was nice where you know like uh, Gina Carano the character his character was just like you know it's a shame that uh, Mayfield died in that uh, that yeah. explosion. He's like what? Yep. <laughs> you let me go. I'm gonna go. I'm going. And he leaves. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm glad that the that they they did that. Another way that they they humanized the Mandalorian. Just like okay, for sure. Get out of here. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. But yeah. Uh, the last episode, the rescue is, is all action, all getting to that Imperial cruiser and, uh, taking down Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and how they got onto that ship was uh, was awesome. Was movie levels of cool. Yeah, it was. It really yeah. was. Yep, just flying in and pretending like they were Imperials, and then which the, the the build of that ship, I've never seen that. I don't think I've seen that in the animated series, and definitely not in the movies where the loading part is in the front, and they like all the tie fighters come out that front part, and then there's they like just they're like inches, right they're inches yeah, away from hitting the walls to get through. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they get in there, and then they got Group A going in to be the distraction, and then Mando slips in after that, starts looking for. Uh, looking for the chamber that holds the dark troopers and for Grogu. And this episode comes, I think this episode really came down other than the very end. This episodes came down to the showdowns between uh, Mando and the dark trooper. What a showdown. Like it took every trick in Mando's bag to take down that dark trooper. Yeah, it did. That was struggle bus for yeah him. and and uh i thought i thought something was gonna happen to mando when mando was up against the wall and that oh. dark trooper was just punching <laughs> straight in the helmet straight and it was just helmet. going farther and farther into the, into wall. the wall i'm like yeah. oh my when, gosh when when i was watching that all i could think of was go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go yeah to sleep. yeah it was like <laughs> hulkbuster armor go to sleep go to sleep you're not supposed to be cheering for that guy though yeah it's true yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was, and then, and then that old, that old Beskar staff. I mean, I did not realize how tough Beskar is until this season. Yeah. And he just rips that dark trooper in half, shoots the rest of the dark troopers out into space. Which yeah. Was really just well, a band aid to the situation. It was a ba- think, yeah, it was a temporary solution. That. It's like, uh, they have rocket feet. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then after that, we have the, uh, the showdown between Moff and Mando. Oh yeah, I I, I want to point out. So earlier in in the season, uh, they capture Grogu. You read and, my mind. And Moff Gideon's like this. Moff Gideon's like put the shackles on him. And I'm like, oh. And I okay. I, I, Who has little shackles? I was like, they have big. shackles for 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 Grogu. And I, I went on the internet and I found someone who did a meme, and it was just like that stormtrooper was like standing next to to Moff Gideon, and he's like, shackles? You mean baby shackles? Wait, are we the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought but that yeah. the second time watching where he's got the little shackles. I'm like, wait a second, where did they get these? Like, <laughs> no, are like, they arresting fetuses now? Is that like we are? The, yeah. They're the Empire. They've got to be ready for anything. <laughs> but in that same scene when Grogu's like throwing the the stormtroopers at each other and in the wall, that was yeah. fun. Like he's just like <laughs> beating them up. But yeah, so. Uh, Moff and Mando fight. What'd you think of it, Mark? Did you uh, did you enjoy that little scuffle? Yeah, I mean, you always know when when uh, they're making some sort of a bargain or whatever, and and he's like, "Yeah, I'll let you go if you know you just give me the kid and I'll give you whatever." Um, yeah, I'll let you go free. Yeah, yeah. He's like, obviously, he's lying. Um, yeah. And and it gets it gets pretty intense, especially with yeah. the the best car and the dark saber. Um, but thankfully, like I said, foreshadowing it can handle it. 
Yeah, they yeah. they during during that fight, uh, the fight earlier in the early in the season, um, between Ahsoka and whoever that was that had the the Beskar staff. But they're like they're like, yeah, if this Beskar staff can, or the Beskar is is impervious to anything, even this dark saber, and this dark saber can cut through anything except Beskar. So yep. when I when I was like, well, I guess that's going to be a fight between Moff Gideon and the man and the Mando. So in the Mando, yeah, yep. yeah, and it was it was pretty awesome that yeah, uh you know cool. just he had basically his whole body was a shield yeah uh and he, there's one point where he just puts up his forearm and the and the dark saber just hits his forearm and it just that's it doesn't go anywhere i'm like the flex yeah yeah what yeah what a flex that was if you want to call it that yeah like, <laughs> see that dark saber yeah but it was it was a, it was a good fight good choreo- choreography with the fight yeah. um and it was it was great but the but Mando beat Moff Gideon. He did. And he, he was earned, the one that beat him. He so, earned the dark saber. So I'm 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 curious about this. Yep. This leads into the discussion about the dark saber. Let's hear it, Mark. So in doing some some reading after watching this episode, um, of course I have not seen all of Rebels. Yeah. But I, I seem to have seen an episode where Sabine ends up handing the dark yep. saber to Bo Katan. Yep. There, there was no, there was no fighting each other. She just handed it to her, and that was it. So, um, I have a hypothesis, and this is my hypothesis because we, Mindy, my wife, and I had the same question. We watched those episodes, and we were like, "Okay, Sabine, who was a Mandalorian, just like Mando, who's a Mandalorian." Yep. Uh. Hands Bo-Katan the dark saber, and Bo-Katan accepts and says, "Ah, for Mandalore, blah blah blah, all that stuff." And rebels. And then in this one, you have the whole discussion with her, Moff Gideon, and Mando, where Mando's like, "Take it. I don't, I don't want it. I just wanted to rescue Grogu." And Moff's like, "Nope, can't do it." And there was something that Moff Gideon said. He said, "This time she cannot uh, accept it because she did not earn it." And so my hypothesis is is that in Rebels, she was given the saber for the first time, and it was hers for the first time. Because prior to that, the, the, the former leader of the Death Watch had the dark saber. And so at some point, uh, she loses the dark saber to someone in the Empire, or I don't know. Uh, but I think because she lost it by whatever rules by not they losing follow, it she had someone. to earn it back. Yeah, by losing it to someone, she then it was obligatory for her to earn it back. That's my... That's my okay. Okay, I guess yeah. my, my guess. I guess I guess I, I can get behind that. Uh, yeah, because I didn't watch. It's kind of an honor thing. Yeah, so that's good. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So she can't. She has to. She has to earn it. Gotcha. Which which creates quite the I think quite the platform for season three. Yeah, yeah. They will be she, fighting. They there will be fighting because yeah. I mean it's Mandalorians. That's what they do. Yeah. They fight each other. Uh, but yeah. It should be. It should be interesting. Yeah. So as as uh, as he takes Moff Gideon back into the cockpit, into the main area, and when he's carrying an, uh, Moff Gideon with his left arm, and his right arm is just with the dark saber, just like <laughs> yeah. out, like he's like, I got it. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that this at this point, you know, that this is when those uh, dark troopers come back. We're back. They come yeah. back and they're just like pounding this door, the blast <laughs> doors, and 
It's like Terminator. They're just like methodically. It's like Terminator Ooh. mixed with Rock'em Sock'em robots. And then as they're punching, they stop. And then they, and then all of a sudden there's an X-Wing that yeah. comes in. I love that. Now, like, now, one X-Wing. Ooh. One X-Wing. Now, to what do you honest, guys think? What was your you, first? Exactly. Yeah, yes. So to be honest, when the X-Wing came, did you think it was going to be Luke Skywalker? See, I can't no. answer this question because I, oh, that's right, you got you. spoiled. I got that's spoiled right. Oh, that's I, a bummer. At, so at first, at first, I, I didn't think it was Luke Skywalker. I was like, yeah. it's an X-wing. Uh, they, the Mandalorian. You know, back in Episode Two, he had met up with those guys who were flying X-wings. I was you like, thought okay. it was one of those guys. I was like, the, I, the I, I didn't, I didn't know what him. to think. I, I didn't yeah. know what to think. But then, I'm, as soon as they showed the black, dark, long robe, I was like, yeah. okay, that's Luke Skywalker. Then they show the green lightsaber. I was like, that's Luke Skywalker. And I was like, okay, that's the Jedi that uh, Grogu had reached out to or who had, who had right. listened to that. I was like, okay, that totally makes sense. And that's the only thing I knew. Like, I can, you say, did you think it was Luke at the beginning? I didn't. I thought it was just a Jedi. And I'm like, is this a new Jedi? Is this, are they really going to do Luke? There's another Jedi from Rebels called Ezra Bridger. I thought maybe it could be him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with me well, not well, knowing a lot of the Star Wars lore and all yeah. the other side what stories, options? I don't have any more any a lot. I don't have a lot of options. Right, so that's why I thought so, it was going to be Luke Skywalker. Now, yeah. my daughter, who's not like not always good at putting all the pieces together, she's like, "It's Ahsoka. She came back," and I'm like, "All no. right, well, we'll see." <laughs> no, her sabers <laughs> are white. Son, and she has two of them. My son called it. He yeah, said, he did. It's Luke Skywalker. Yep. He's he called it. Uh, I want to say like next to last or somewhere around. Or when Grogu was calling for a Jedi, he said Luke Skywalker is going to get Grogu. Oh. Like, I mean, I didn't make a face. I was just like, mm, interesting wow, yeah, idea. Mm-hmm. My son is he's got the mind for it. He's yeah, John Favreau in the making. Especially yep. when you see like if there if there was any doubt with the with the black robe and all that kind of stuff and the green lightsaber, and then yeah. you see the one glove. Yep, the black glove. The black glove on his on his was his left hand. I want to say, um, I was like, okay, right hand. It's is it right hand? I don't uh, I can't remember. <laughs> we'll um, go right hand. One of one of those hands. Anyway, Matt, feel free to hand. correct us. Yeah. Um, yeah. and and so obviously we get to the scene where he shows up, pulls he goes the robe ape. off. I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh well, yeah, definitely. Those. He goes ape on all the. He goes ape on those things. It's like the last one. He's just like. And it just squishes into a little compact. <laughs> Definitely a parallel to uh, Rogue One. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Acting like his dad. I th- and when he was taken off his uh, the his uh, head head his helmet head gear, no, his, <laughs> his hood his hood, <laughs> his hood. Uh, when he was taking that off, I thought it was gonna be like, is this gonna be the Winter Soldier? Is this gonna be Bucky? And because. They both have the same facial features. They look, oh, okay. they look very, they look that. a lot alike. I thought it was going to yeah. be him because, you know, everyone says, Hey, look at these side by side pictures be- between them at their same age. They look the same. Uh, so I thought it was going to be that. Uh, I was not expecting it to be like a, a deep fake, uh, exact replica of both his voice and his face. I'm like, this. I thought they just picked someone that looks similar. Yeah. I was very surprised. I was like, really animated. Okay. Well, apparently Mark Hamill was actually involved. Yeah, in I thought way. he voiced. Did he, he voice it? The, yeah. I thought he voiced it. 
Oh, he did voice it because I was like, this sounds just like him. Yeah, I think he was in some way he was involved. Yeah, um, but obviously they they credited him because you know it's his face, his voice, his likeness. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I want to say he was involved. He was mm. actually involved in it. Um, now I will say this: they do a very serviceable job of of recreating Luke's face on someone's body. They did. However, I think they did a fantastic job with his still face. Right. Yes. However, however, when he talks, well, it's that's not so much the big deal either. Like I saw a deep fake one on there on online later. Yeah. That looked way better. <laughs> than uh, the one yeah, that they I know. Did. I was I was so oh, really? bummed. I'm like, wow, that looks uh a bit better. Yeah. And this was just a deep fake from what they did on. On the show, yeah, but I mean, I still, huh. I still think it, it, they did a decent job with it. It was yeah. fine, but I don't want a whole show, like I don't want a whole episode with deep fake Luke. Yeah, like no, I no, was no, fine no, no, with no. the portion they did it with mm-hmm. him talking, yeah. just a minimal amount, being very solemn. That was fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought I don't, I can't think of a better way to to end it for a better Jedi to get him that makes sense with this time period and the history of the star wars mm-hmm. story so yeah. it makes sense yeah but uh and then, and then grogu and Amanda oh, say bye I was just to gonna each say, other and then the most heartbreaking moment of the show saying Amanda takes grogu. off his helmet grogu puts his hand on his cheek it's like oh, dang they they missed a moment to like just be like never gonna let you go <laughs> like just like have a song <laughs> moment you know just like Sometimes it gets dark in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> just something yeah what a touching yeah, moment though i mean it it's just a little puppet touching a man's face but it was just to us it I don't was know. real it was real it was real that was it was nice yeah yeah so they said goodbye yeah so they say goodbye luke leaves and then yeah, oh r2 man. shows up no oh, r2's there yeah and that's when he shows up and acts like he knows grogu and grogu's like so it's like tell me when he shows up again he's gonna be able to speak words oh it's gonna be the i'm gonna like nope season one season two i'm gonna watch those over and over again or is his voice just gonna change and be like it's gonna gonna be like it's gonna go high and low yeah it's gonna be going through puberty oh gosh i don't know about that (laughs) no no it's gonna be like a like a, a Thursday night on CBS show. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Please, it's no. It's going to be like Family Matters or Step by Step, and he's just like oh. a teenager. Have you seen the – this is total side note, but have you guys seen the, like, 90s sitcom recut of of Mandalorian? I love, the, I love those. Where they make it – yeah, and it's just like the – They, they look <laughs> at the screen like, hey. Scenes. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. So yeah, and then uh, after that, I think we just have left the after credit scene. After right? credit scene, yeah, yeah, which was a surprise to everyone. Yeah, right. Like, I didn't. Uh, okay, we're getting another. Uh, at first, I was like, "Is that another series, or is that just what season three is going to be called?" It's another series, I think. But it's another, another series. series. That's the pretty book cool. The Boba Fett. I'll why take is it, it a book? Does it? Does he even read books? Like, why wouldn't it be the? I don't know, I probably don't know. alliteration. They want to be Book of Boba. The Book of Boba. Man, Bib Fortuna got fat. Oh, my, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he got super fat. 
He just he he's he's just sitting on the royalties from Star Wars and all it's that true. merchandise. Now, now now is that going to happen to Boba and his fat's going to be like squeezing out of between Ooh. his armor? Is I mean, he's a... already got a nice little plump plump tummy. <laughs> he does. He looks like a linebacker. Boba the Hut. Boba Fett armor. Boba the <laughs> Hut. Boba the Hut. Yeah, I think it'll. Stick. Anyone who Might sits in well. that chair just balloons yeah. uh, becomes a hut. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Well. Great. Do you guys have any uh, final thoughts? Do you, do you guys have any thoughts about where we're going to go from here? Where things are going to go? I think uh, it's n- no, no, I, I I don't. I don't have any predictions. I it's going to be different if there's if they're not going to uh, have Grogu in it. Yeah, it's, have, it's going to be totally totally different. I have a yeah. feeling, and I could be completely wrong, and I'd be okay if I was wrong. Um, I have a feeling they're not they're not going back to Grogu. Um, don't say that i want him to pick up grogu at the beginning of season three and have little mandalorian armor to put on him with the ears coming out i I think i I think the story of grogu has been told i you know like it's you're probably right two seasons at least for now yeah at least for now um yeah i don't think they're going to come back to it but what is going to be the hook because with grogu being in the show it has reached a wider audience than it wouldn't it would have sure. if it didn't have Grogu? I I firmly believe that if they're not going to have Grogu, people are going to be like, "Where's Grogu? Why?" I think they're going to see not- how it goes in season three, and then in season four, if season three's not as big, they'll bring Grogu. They'll find a way to bring Grogu back. Yeah. Like he'll be older. Maybe he'll use words. Maybe they'll do a time jump. You could do a time jump. Time travel in Star Wars? No, 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 no. no. I mean, I mean, like <laughs> oh, okay. five years in the future. Gotcha. This is what this like, is what wow. happens. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, jump ahead in time. I could see that, especially if something huge happens in season three. Yeah, and uh, also with, uh, aren't they doing another trilogy of movies as well? So they maybe are. maybe something to tie into that too. Yeah, um, they're giving it some breathing room for a while, but I think they are going to do some sort of. Yeah, I mean, as, uh, as far as breathing room, like I, I don't, I I don't care uh, about if 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 we're gonna wait for uh, another movie. I mean, we're getting Mando season three. We're getting the book yeah. of uh, Boba. We're gonna get a what other what other other Star Wars spinoffs? We're gonna get? Are, we're gonna get, get a Gina Carano, uh, Sh- yeah. uh, Ahsoka. You know, we're Ahsoka. gonna we're gonna get other spinoffs. Yep. So if this is what they want to do, I'm okay with not having. I mean, let's let's be honest. Some of the best storytelling in Star Wars to this point is actually the shows, like. They have much more to Rebels, Clone Wars, backstory, and character. I mean, I love the movies, but yeah, yeah, shows are, have solid character arcs and stories and stuff that happens. So mm-hmm. yep. you don't have to fill in the gaps and all that stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. Yep, me too. Very, very excited. Me, Trace. All right, all right. Well, there you go. That's all. Uh, I think uh, we have spoken. We have spoken. This is our way, and that's it. So, there you uh, go. if you guys would like to continue the discussion, you can, of course, find us on Discord, Twitter, Twitch, and email. There are links in the show notes. You can call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. You can rate, review us, and all that jazz on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. We would very much appreciate it. Other than that, uh, unless Ronnie wants to add some Star Wars music to the GMG Music playlist, I don't think we have anything else. 
Ronnie? So, Ronnie's doing it? Ronnie's going to add music to the Ronnie? playlist? <laughs> you <He> did. did. <laughs> yes. That's what I was. I was waiting for Ronnie to uh, drop a comment in the Twitch or YouTube. <laughs> However that works. Yeah. Maybe no, not. GMG nope. music playlist. Is that not how that works? All right. Fair enough. RIP. RIP indeed. All righty then. Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners. For those that were able to join us, thank you so much for being with us along this ride of Mandalorian Season 2. This wraps up our time with the Mandalorian. And so from here on out, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. (laughs) 